Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode. So today we're going to be talking about priorities because it's, it's another area that honestly not only comes up a lot, but it also, however, comes up in really the area we're going to be talking about today, which is going to be kids and family versus work and or business here. Yes. And of course, like this, this is really common with like workaholics and it can be like men and women. So this isn't just like only like against like men on priorities being out of line, but obviously just because it happens with both men and women both can have not only issues here, but also with priorities in general. Yes. However, I would say in work and business, it's mostly men that that this they have an issue with this. Now, I'm not saying the women don't because it is like a 50-50 thing there, but mostly it's the things we come across the most is in the line of stuff that we do, thousands of people every month. It's mostly the guy working it work or business or whatever especially in business and working all the time and then coming home and the wife's stay-at-home mom that's a normal case but it can happen other ways too yes because and honestly in our relationship it was the opposite so both happen we just have a lot more men that's typically where that comes from yeah absolutely so we're going to be talking about a number of different things today number one we're going to be talking about work and business and success versus family Mm. so we're going to talk about that Another thing we're going to be talking about is what are the right priorities? How do you put those in the right alignment? And then the other thing is how to fix it. And, and then the last thing is what? We're going to share a, we're going to share a couple of books with you at the end just to kind of help you out in some of these areas as well. And so just diving in, you know, let's talk about like work and business, you know, putting work and business first versus family. And this is this is so common. And honestly, when someone has the wrong priorities, like when their or when their order of priorities are out of alignment and they're putting work first, or really just if, if they're out of alignment in any way, there's going to be misalignment internally. 
and it's going to cause so many problems and it's going to be a misalignment of their values and principles. Absolutely. That, that alone leads to, so when you're in misalignment in anything, not just this, but in anything in life, it's going to cause other than what you know you're supposed to be, it's going to cause a ton of anxiety, stress, and overwhelm. So it's going to cause mm-hmm. a lot of that. It's all going to have that. Like that. that's just the traits and two plus two equals four type of thing. So it ends up being that way. And, you know, what's the interesting fact about this is, you know, people don't get stressed from doing too much, but it's more from not doing enough of the things they know they should be doing. Yeah. So to read I think you should say that one more time. Yeah, because it's really it is really important. Most people like the people get don't get stressed from doing too much, but more from doing not enough of the things they know they should be doing. Yeah, so basically from not doing the things that 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 they know are in alignment mm-hmm. with what they should be doing. Most A lot of people know what they should be, well, to a degree. <laughs> uh, to a degree, to a small degree, let's put it that way. But this causes, it, it, regardless of that, it causes a lot of internal pressure, guilt, stress, overwhelm, like we were talking about. Not only that, but it also causes a lot of resentment, a ton of resentment, truckloads of resentment towards yourself and your loved ones, but also from them towards you. So there's resentment. What I'm saying is there's resentment on both ends here. Oh, yeah. And it compounds and it builds and, you know, different aspects here for sure. And, you know, it builds. And then when when the resentment builds, what happens is walls start building between you two and just like those you love and when walls go up intimacy goes down and that's a lot of times in marriage where you're told you know I love you but I'm not in love with you anymore you know those types of things because there's a bunch of walls and there's that distance and intimacy's gone down that emotional intimacy has gone down yeah and before you know it what happens is you end up living two separate lives grow and, apart. and grow apart and there's there's the opposite here too like that can happen here too that's just not in necessarily this case you can also the other unhealthy version of it is you can go into putting each other each other on a pedestal, which can honestly happen here too as well, but you we did both, right? Mm-hmm. But you can live two separate lives here. That's oftentimes what happens it's, and you grow apart. Especially when, when work is being made a priority, typically, you know, that person who's putting work first is, you know, in in that area, they're spending their time there. That's where their focus is. That's where their energy is. That's where like the vast majority of their life is. And by the time they do get home, they're so burnt out that they just want to sit and chill or do nothing, or they're just coming home essentially to sleep. And so these, this is the time like where it ends up really being the two separate lives and just growing apart. And there's, there's a lot of different things that come into play here. And a lot of times like this is often when affairs happen and not only just from like feeling disconnected, but also just not from feeling valued or appreciated, heard or understood. You know, that's typically where like affairs start. And mo- a lot of affairs, I'm not going to lie, most of them start with emotional, just, oh, just like a friend connection. Just, well, we were just talking at work. And yeah, a lot of work affairs start. It's mm-hmm. super common. And also like this ends up putting you on an, essentially an emotional roller coaster of eggshells. And it, well, emotional roller coaster and eggshells, what I meant. Yeah. And you, you have both oftentimes here. And what happens is before you know it, the only time you spend together is either in disagreements or arguments or yelling or fighting, or whatever, depending on the, uh, the variety of it here. But 
um, you end up vegging out on the phones like Dustin was saying. And then, like, honestly, the thing that happens that I've noticed here is that people will, when they're at their business, work, whatever, they're thinking of been feeling guilty about their family, stuff like that. And when they're at home, they're feeling guilty about the stuff they didn't get done at work. So it's like a constant cycle of just guilt and pressure and overwhelm on you, mm-hmm. right? And then you're worried about, like, what am I even doing this for? So, like, there's a lot of things that go into play here. Yeah, and then a lot of times it's like, okay, well, you know, the spouse will be like, you know, we just need more, more, more time together. We just need to spend more time together. Okay, but, you know, in spending more quality time together, what happens is it really just causes more tension and creates distance between you because there's already that resentment. There's all these hurts. And then it's like when you are together, it's like, what do you want to talk about? Like the one wrapped up in work is, has work on their mind and they don't know how to interact in those sense. And then it's like that hurt and like, how, how do we do this? <laughs> is And I remember, I remember being on these dates with Tommy too, and they're freaking awkward. We're just going to be real here. Like they're awkward. You're sitting there. There's nothing to talk about. Just kind of staring at each other. And like, it's just, I just want to be on my phone. I just want to be able to escape this awkwardness yeah also also in conjunction with that especially if you're a business owner you might have some sort of like how do i say this like um like alternate reality going on in your head where you're just stressed out about not moving forward in the business or whatever it may be like not succeeding even if you're at a highly successful level like i heard something in one of the books that we're going to mention at the end but he talked it made me laugh just because like it, it it described how i used to be basically but it was like hey um, some people can go on a beach and sit on the beach for like two, three months, whatever. An entrepreneur, most of the time, business owner can usually sit on the beach, maybe, maybe at the very most two weeks before they start figuring out how to make the umbrellas better and sell umbrellas on the beach. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, that's totally me. I was like, I'm, I'm still not the biggest. She can vacation like 24, seven, 365. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I'm not. Not really my thing, but, but I do like, I do like vacations. We just came back from one actually. Yes. And, you know, honestly, and within these dates too, of when, when people are wanting to spend more time together, they typically end up in arguments. I know that when we used to go out and spend time together, mm-hmm. we would just end up arguing. It's like, we can't even spend time together because the time together sucks. And I, why spend time together? Cause when we are together, we just fight. But we are like, there's, we, and it's that constant, like, what the heck do we do? Cause we need more time and we should be talking. But every time we're together, we just argue and yep. it sucks. Yeah. And what happens here? So, what happens here when you try to spend more time together? Well, if one person's already on the fence about things and then you do this and it just highlights the awkwardness, the, 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 the arguments, like different things like that within the dates and stuff like that and how, and how the connection's not there. All right. Cause it's not. So, be real here. There's walls up and walls up connections, not there. So like what happens is they come to these conclusions. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. I think I want to divorce, right? Like they, they, they come up with mm-hmm. all these different conclusions in your head. So a lot of times dates essentially are someone's good intentions digging their own hole. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's one of those things that like there's walls up, you know, like, and for, for me, it was like, man, I'm just, it, it's more peaceful without you and you know mm-hmm. it's i'd rather to go to dinner by myself than sit here and go out and go fight like geez i just want some peace you know and that's where a lot of people end up being 
And this is typically also where a lot of men will be like, well, I recognize that. And I talk to a lot of men. I'm not going to lie. I talk to a lot, a lot of men who tell me like, well, I just didn't make my wife a priority or my family and I was working. And so I didn't do the things I knew I should have done. And, you know, uh, so now I started and what I've been doing is, you know, I've been doing all these things and like honeydews around the house and, and I'm helping out like I should have the whole time. Yeah, you know, they might be being slow to speak, quick to listen, reading their Bible, going to church even too. Like those are, you know, right. But oftentimes this stuff pisses her off even more. And so, okay, it did. So Tommy did this crap to me. Oh, and it made me irate. I rate. I just, so um, if you have, if you heard our story, I was the more um, vicious one, had a little bit of a Okay, a lot of a temper. We'll be honest, a lot of a temper. And I'm like, man, I just want to like knock you out when you help. Like, why help me now? Like, why? Seriously? And it would make me so mad. And, you know, these men I'm talking to, like, I'm being nice and it's making her mad. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I, I was there too. That's why we say don't go into sitting there just doing honeydews. Like, that is not going to win her back. It's just going to make her more irritated with you. Yeah. And by the way, like, even if, even if her love language is acts of service, Will this piss her off? Maybe not. But at the same time, it's not going to fix anything. It, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not going to fix anything. Like, you know, number one, like, you can't keep your work, everything, house, and everything, or they're not doing anything pretty much up forever. Two, like, you're not going to be, you're not going to be really effectively fixing anything in this situation. You two are the same exact people, which means you're going to eventually evolve into the same exact fights, if not worse, which mm-hmm. a lot of, res- which it's not going to be reciprocated because guess what? Now there's a lot of resentment on both ends and her end, and it's building on your end now more than what it was because now you're doing all these other things and you're still not feeling heard, appreciated, understood, you know, probably not being intimate, probably not. And, you know, when you don't get anything like that, then what happens? Well, you build more resentment and anger. So it's just a vicious cycle. Oh, yes. And, you know, there's, and there's, that's why, like, these walls are up. The walls are up here between the two of you. And that's just why we say, like, don't go off and, like, do the honeydews and, like, oh, like, that's going to fix everything. Like, no, it's not, you know. And what happens is people start forming beliefs and that are, like, driving them and come to conclusions that not only, alter the way they see the marriage, but also their spouse. And so the person working all the time typically ends up having, you know, the beliefs of, you know, I have to give up my own happiness and success for like my spouse or my family. And like my dreams don't matter or I don't matter. A lot, a lot of unappreciated too. Like the person who works all the time, they're like, I sacrifice everything. I just work all the time and I do all this for you. And you don't, you don't care. You don't care how much I have to go through and and what I deal with and all the pressure and, you know, all of this, like, it's just, you don't, you don't care what I do with and I do it all for you. And it's that I don't feel appreciated. Yeah. It's, it's, it, and it probably is at the core of it out of love. Like you're doing the things for your family, right? You're working and stuff like that. But then the day there's those other things at the core there too, that are negative. So, like, there's a lot of things going on here, but you, you have these feelings of I'm not significant and I'm rejected. You have, you know, I have no one to talk to. I'm a burden from, to my family. I'm even, I've heard things like I'm just a paycheck. Yes. I'm all alone. You know, th- those are some big ones. Like, I'm just a paycheck. They're, the for one who works and ends up, like, working all the time, that is a huge one of what comes up of, like, I'm just a paycheck and my family's better off without me. It's awkward when I am there. So, I'm all alone. 
I'm just like broken and defective. No, I can't, can't believe this is where I'm at. That's the conclusion that comes to here. And like, I'm, I'm valued and respected at work, but not at home. Right. So what do you do? Well, you, you put more time into work when you become hopeless at home mm-hmm. because you, you're going to put more value into where you feel like you get respected more and valued. Yes. And then also not to have like that tension and, and all the fighting too. So it's compounding. So all of these things are compounding. It's not just one aspect, like, but it's all compounding. But there's also, you know, beliefs for the one who is working all the time of like, I have to earn my worth. And, you know, everyone else, you know, has their hand out and just wants from me. Like, that's all I'm wanted. I'm just wanted for what I give. Yeah, if I don't, if I don't basically provide value from a monetary perspective, then I'll be abandoned. Like I can't ever hit the bar. I'm never good enough. I do X, Y, Z. And then they tell me to do X, Y, and Z on another note. And then they tell me to do A, B, and C on this note. But then and I do all that. And then it's just, then it's still like nagging and I can't get to the, hit the bar. I can never hit it. It's always, I've heard people say the goalpost is always moving. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know, on the, on the flip side here. So the family also is developing beliefs as well. You know, so the one who is not working all the time really has these things of like, I don't matter. Like my spouse doesn't care about me. I don't matter. I'm just used for sex or, you know, I'm just a maid. I I cannot tell you the amount of women that feel like just a maid or a servant in their house. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I'm wanted for is just like as a maid. Yeah, I'm not a pre and sometimes sometimes honestly, sex isn't even in the picture here a lot of times. Um, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, most of the time it's not though. So, you know, you're getting all these different things, but I'm not appreciated. I'm not worth the time, care, attention, or love, right? I have to earn my worth, right? Yeah. Feeling insignificant and rejected and, you know, like their spouse doesn't want to be with me, you know, like that's why they work all the time is because they don't actually want to be with me and they're trying to avoid me. And, you know, they, all they care about is money and, you know, they care more about work than me. And we don't matter. No, and a lot of like, especially in business and stuff like that, a lot of women and other spouses and or other spouses. So like the, the men and the women can feel the same way here. But a lot of people will feel like that, you know, they're like the, the, the business or the, you know, this is like the side chick, basically like they're choosing them over the business over, mm-hmm. over the, over the marriage. Right. And all times it's true. Right. It can be true. Very, very true. And this is where really resentment like is hitting such a level. You know, it was there before, but this is where it hits a point where there's really like a sense of hopelessness and resentment that like builds of like, I don't know what else to do. And like, this is where like that almost like that despair comes in at. And now that you have all these thoughts about these things in each other, you know, you continue to fight and have these disagreements and it just gets worse and continues spiraling until like there's some massive blow up, some big event typically ends up some saying someone wants space or a divorce or, right. or there is a fair. So one multiple. Continuous. Or if not all three things. <laughs> yeah. All of right. it, all of it combined. It's all, everybody's different, but things depending on temperament, personalities, like different, everything, just, you know, your lens on life, things that happen to you. There, there can be a variety hundreds of different options here, but what we're saying is usually this is like the main things that happen, but what are the right priorities? Okay. I'm glad you asked because we want to explain that to you. So important. Let's talk about this. Yes. So the right priorities are as follows, and this is very simple, but we'll, we'll dive a little bit deeper into it. So 
First thing is God comes first. Then you in a self-care way, not a selfish way, a self-care way. Then your spouse, then your kids. This is an order of importance. Then work or business, then family, meaning, meaning extended family, and then friends. That's the order of importance and the right priorities that things should be. And not only is this how you structure your life, you know, your weeks, your months, whatever, your years, but also how you make decisions. And this is huge, you know. So, for example, um, you know, just with the whole right order priorities, like one, if you notice, like work is fifth. Work and business, that like that's fifth. So, you know, it, it, this reminds me so much, especially right now. So it's it's May and, you know, end of year activities are going on, especially for kids as well. And I cannot tell you how many things that we go to are a part of for our kids that there is a limited amount of parents there because the parents are working. They're like, oh, I'm working. And it's just like, you know, even on this aspect, it's just, you know, we only have so much time in life. And we just talked about all the beliefs that come up from the wrong order of priorities and someone working too much and putting work over. And like these also translate into beliefs and stuff that like your kids will carry too. Absolutely. That's what I was just thinking. Like a lot of the, the kids, you, you, they're not, people say your kids are resilient. They're not. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> You're not resilient. Your kids aren't resilient. Um, if you haven't had the right foundations built. Um, so like th- that being said, like they're going to develop beliefs around here and they're mm-hmm. going to see, what you do and more is caught than taught, which is you're teaching them how to live their life later on, which guess what's going to happen. They're going to repeat this exact same pattern later on in life or, or, or they're going to go complete opposite of it. (laughs) Complete, complete, which is not also, which is also not a good thing. Like complete opposite of it could be like, you know, never prioritizing any form of like things for, for achievement in life and never moving forward in any way or like in a profound like purpose-filled way they just like suppress their dreams and goals so like there's 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 two sides to the coin here that people can go oh yeah and and it's big and so one aspect like you know just to challenge you like and you know this statement you know show me your calendar and it shows me your priorities like where you spend your time like i don't care what the words come out your mouth you can tell me all that you want that oh my spouse is first or my you know not my first but you know i put my my spouse before work or i put my kids before work and yeah but let me see it like i don't i don't care that you say that but let's let's just see you know and what kind of pressure like what are you being how do you interact with your spouse when like they do take off like tommy is incredibly supportive for how involved i am with our kids and he goes to like the, we had a choir concert this week for our daughter, you know, that was put on our calendar. Like our kids events are blocked out first, right? Our dates are blocked out. Like Mm -hmm. we are intentional about our dates. Like these things are, are blocked out and intentional because you can work literally the entirety of your life. There's so much work. You, you could work all the time. Yeah. And it's the same. It's not, it, you can work in career, job, business. It doesn't matter. Like all of it, you can figure out how to work more is what we're saying. Like there's always going to be more work. There's always going to be more money. There's always going to mm-hmm. be more things. Um, the, the problem here is though, is that, and, and I'll touch on this a little bit, but people put their identities into these, into the wrong things too. And so that's a whole nother issue. But a lot of times, like, for example, when we, when we, the, one of the first, I always set expectations very clear with my men clients that come on board with me. And I tell them like, look, you know, I tell them these list of priorities on how it's supposed to be. And, you know, I'm like, Hey, 
this is how we do it when we're in the program. Meaning God first, you second a self-care way, way, which means this program comes second in your life while you're here. Right. And it, honestly, self-care is it, it's it's making it a non-negotiable because that's how it should be in all of their life, not just here in the program. We want to set those things. So self-care, not selfish way, self-care way comes second. And if you don't, the reason why, just to dive into that just a second, is because you'll end up pouring from an empty cup. You end up losing your identity. A lot of, especially like a lot of moms lose their identity into the role of wife and mom. Oh, yeah. Um, This is, stuff like this happens and it builds a lot. But that even compounds on top of everything else here. So it builds a lot of resentment. Oh, yeah. And this is also a really big season, you know, for for the parents who have kids graduating high school, like this is typically like you can tell because they're starting to have like a lot of breakdowns right now because their identity was in the wrong place. And like they were putting their kids above themselves, above their spouse, and just they had their kids as, as a higher level. So sometimes kids are put first. Sometimes work is put first. You know, we're more of talking about work today, but all of these things play a factor and cause like dramatic dramatic issues yeah what happens here so the way it looks on a negative scale here it would be if you put it in a different order here it would be work first then usually then usually probably kids or spouse next but most time kids typically work then kids yeah work then kids then usually you know their spouse maybe but sometimes it can go into even family like friends family or friends prioritizing over them then it can go into eventually God somewhere down the list and then their spouse. So And then themselves. Then themselves somewhere in there, if at all. Most time it's not even at all, honestly. They don't make time for themselves. So like sometimes a lot of these things aren't even on the list. Like, let's be real here. They're not even on the list. It's just usually like a like work and then some other things. That's it. There's nothing like there's not a lot of like time for them. And then I, I, I can tell you like I was talking with the um client yesterday and he was telling me you know who you are if you listen to this but uh but he was telling me how like he's just fully present now and the more he's dialed into himself the more he gets along with his wife the more she opens up like the like the more he's able to like invest into him the more and 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 be disconnected from the outcome of things like the more he's able to like actually live life and be actually fully present and there's a huge difference between just a body and then actually being present. You know, so when you're spending time with your family, when you're spending time with your wife, when you're spending all these times, like you want to actually be present, like mentally and emotionally, not like just there, just zoned out or thinking about other things or an emotional mess or just counting down time just to, or you're checking it off your list. Like, no, like you, you want it to be like truly there, you know? And also, I'll say like there, this also brings to my mind of we, I've actually had a really big life event this, this year. Um, I lost my dad and so that's a big event, you know, and so often, and like we all, Tommy and I could, could work all the time too, but again, we're very intentional and we take that time to like, we put our order of priorities. And so there are seasons where like in life events, like where, you know, you have to be intentional and I could have chose to like work and not spend time with my dad, not gone and um, took all the, the trips that were required for me to spend time with him, to be with my family, you know. And I can't tell you how many couples I talk to that their spouse is hostile and rude and obnoxious 
about them spending some last moments with a family member before they pass. I'm sorry. If that's you, you're a dick. Um, just being real here. Like, like that's just, you're an a-hole and I'm sorry. I'm not saying that's, that's your identity. I'm just saying that's what you're doing right now. That's your action right now. And like, you need to like, <laughs> like check yourself is what I'm saying. Like, you, that's not cool. Like we could have, like w- when her dad passed away, it was one of the busiest times of the year for us. Like I could have been a, like an a-hole like like you are if you're doing that like and being like no we need to do this we need to do this we have a lot so much to do blah 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 no i was like no like if you need to go down there this week and then the next week and back and back and forth and the next week like this is down from tennessee to texas right it's like yeah just go it it was not a quick like an hour drive by any means (laughs) no no it was yeah it was he was very supportive we made it happen it was intentional and you know uh, like all the other tasks, like things did slide, right? Like, of course, like my house wasn't perfectly maintained how it normally was. There was so many different aspects that like I had to, l- I chose to let go of in order to have my priorities in the right place for that season. The kids were supportive, like all aspects. Like we, we were a team in that. And it goes to show like, I just, one of those things that like blows my mind. Now I do understand like, you know, a, it's just a broken hurting individual. So if like for the the spouse that's like not nice and has no regard, let me just tell you, like there's a lot of issues internally going yeah, on. Uh, for the record, don't call your spouse dick. It's not or an a hole. Not gonna work. I'm saying that's what they're being right now. But you gotta understand, like Dustin goes saying, they're a hurting individual and they have a hurt lens. Hurt people, hurt people. And not only that, it's a it's a ton of fear. Yeah, it's fear. I, I can't tell you how many people live by fear just drastic fear all the time. And, you know, it's one of those things. And in those moments, like you can see, and like, that's where it's like, you can choose, you have to choose what you're going to live by, you know, and we trust God in all aspects. And so, you know, I trusted God for this season. We worked together and, you know, like, so was all my task complete? No, not, I didn't complete all my tasks, but I did focus on my priorities. You know, I was with my dad, God kept first, I did take care of myself in a self-care way, emotionally, mentally, physically, all aspects, right? Because people, I can't stand when people are like, well, I take care of myself in a self-care way. I go to the gym. Like, no, man. Like, what about your freaking mental state? Like, the mental state, emotional state. Like, you should be in in a place where you can, like, handle yourself. You're taking care of your emotions, not suppressing them, not speak, not sweeping them under the rug not choosing to just to shut up and suck it up, but being able to truly process your emotions. Yeah. Uh, and I hate the people out there. I don't hate them, but I hate what they stand for. Like there's certain people out there be like, like I do agree with the statement. How you do anything is how you do everything to some extent. Um, I do believe that I say that all the time, but like, and, and don't get me wrong, leveling up your fitness and pushing harder and doing that will affect all other areas and bleed into other areas of your life. Yes, of course it does matter. God take, God says, take care of your mind, body and spirit. Right. But I will tell you from my own experience and from seeing a lot of people when I was, when I was the probably the most in shape in my life, but four or 5% body fat, I was one of the most unhealthy, unhealthy, intoxic individuals I've ever been in my life. And I looked phenomenal on the outside, but man, was he ugly inside? Yes. Very ugly. Very obese. I'm just kidding. On the inside, I was that wasn't very good at, at all. Um, but I was not. I was not a healthy individual. So just because you're physically fit does not mean that you're emotionally stable. Now you will have other things that you'll have over other people. For example, like you'll. Th- there's a lot of aspects that transition to life 
outside the gym. I'm not going to like go into the argument, but it, it does help, but it's not going to be a fix all by any means. No, not, not by any means. And so just know like emotionally, mentally, and all of those aspects. And so when it comes time to like putting work first in those aspects, like there's always going to be more work. And I just want to be very clear on that aspect. You can always one, if you have a regular job, like where you work for someone else, if you, there was something to happen to you and like you weren't to like ever go back in, they would just replace you. Yep. Like easily that that's, you know, um, there's people all the time that work for companies and then all of a sudden they're just let go. Yep. Because like that just, they, they company made a shift. So what cracks me up is like people say that being an entrepreneur is unstable. That's really unstable. I won't ever let anybody dictate my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's, there's always more work. Even if you're an entrepreneur, you know, there's still more work. There's so many aspects like people demanding your time and there. So there's obviously a lot of other factors going into this, but so you can either choose to chase the wrong things or walk in alignment and have that internal piece where you can truly show up, have a successful business, have a successful career, but have joy, peace, like stability, have a good stay, like stable Freedom. home. Freedom too. Mm-hmm. All right. And like, how do you fix this though? All right. Well, now at, at this point, it's not just, so get one thing you got to understand here is very key. At this point, it's not just about priorities anymore. Even if you put them in alignment right now, it's still not going to necessarily fix it all. To be honest with you, not even close. So like that being said, like there's a lot of hurt and pain and walls up between you two. You have also put your identity into the, in, into the, the wrong things and got gra- and it got grounded in the wrong areas. And I need to do the opposite, right? So you either, you either put your identity into work, business success, or your spouse, family in, in a role, or even in a role that you feel like you have to fulfill. So yeah. there's different things here. There's so many things where like, there's a lot that goes into play. So, you know, when you have your, your priorities out of line and an aspect, I just want you to recognize is when your priorities are out of a line, that's a surface level issue of that's just like an indicator of, Hey, like there's things going on internally that are not right. There is a lot of other issues going on. So it's not just this aspect to fix. It's a, it's a piece it's a piece. Yes. So yes, you need to put your priorities in line, but there's so many other things like identity, you know, boundaries, just deep rooted beliefs. That's a big one. Yeah. If you don't change your, I hate to tell you, you can change your schedule. You can modify your routine all the time. I've done it. You can, you know, you, if you're one of those OCD people about the routine that I get it, I am. But like when you have all these different things, if you don't have deep rooted beliefs gone and the right ones installed, that's 95% of you, which is your subconscious. Only 5% of you is actually conscious. So you're driving around in life with like e-brakes on, your foot on the brake all the time, basically. You're not going to be able to live life to the fullest. You're not going to be able to live to your full potential. You're not going to be able to have success to your full potential. You're not going to be able to have a healthy family, a healthy life, be a healthy individual. You're not going to have all those things. So it all starts with you, though. Mm, yes. Like, the solution is you first. It, it's And it's always the same. It's, it's build. I know this sounds repetitive, but it's, it's build all the right foundations as a healthy individual and in your marriage, both aspects. And right? that's so important. And that's why we focus like first, like we don't just dive into marriage when people like start working with us. No, you can't, like you can't start in the marriage. Like there, it would fall apart and like you would you end up with the same results. Like you have to build the really right foundations within you as an individual, as a healthy individual first. It'd be like me 
trying to build a, um, I'm not good at building, so me building anything physically would be retarded, but uh, <laughs> but uh, not a good idea. But regardless of that, like it'd be like me trying to build a house uh, without the slab. It 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 wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't. It just it wouldn't it wouldn't it, it would fall apart. It'd be shifted. It wouldn't be level. It wouldn't like there would be and it would eventually fall. Um, it, it would in a very short amount of time with me building, especially. So yeah, that'd like, be really terrible. Right? It's not. It's not the right thing to do. So if you want something different, then you must become more. The person you are right now is not the person you're going to be when you have a healthy marriage. Is not going to be the people you're going to be when you have a healthy marriage, healthy foundations. Like you have to build all of the right things first. But also, there's a couple of books we want to give you here. Yes. And, you know, a couple of them are when one is called Buy Back Your Time by Dan Martell. And this is a great book. It just helps you understand that one, like you don't have to do everything, you know, and, you know, if you're if your work is really full and like your business is really full where you're working a lot, then you need to offload some things that we you are not capable of doing absolutely everything by yourself. I know some people have this belief of like, if I want it done, I have to do it myself. You know, that's killing you literally, physically, mentally, emotionally, like in all areas and holding you back in life. Yeah. And also it's not just if you're a business owner, it's not just as simple as hiring people for, because a lot of times people do it for the wrong reasons. I'm telling you, this book is the best book I've ever read, listened to in my entire life. And I've listened to hundreds of them. It will change your business. Like the guy that wrote it, um, he owns two multi eight figure businesses that he runs and then some other things, but he works for like six hours a week doing that. I know people that work 12 hour days or more um, that still run big businesses. So if you're on seven figure, eight figure business, even like you may not be doing it right. <laughs> I'm just saying like this guy, this guy will tell you how to do that. Uh, the other, the other one is the perfect week formula by Craig Ballantyne. I was actually personally coached by him. Great guy. But the the thing I want you like they, they both tell you how to like design your week routine all that stuff and like not just routine but how to get your time back most importantly and live life and have a great life not just work all the time and so these books are phenomenal but but these books are great resources after keyword here after you build all the right foundations and I know a hundred percent because when I had when I had Craig way back in the day um, he told me he's like I I've coached hundreds of hundreds of people to seven, eight, nine figures. I can't help you until you get your mind right. His methods are great, but he can, that, that cannot, that these books will not help you until you build all the right foundations in all the right areas. And you have to do it the right, you have to do it the right way. Um, 100%. Or you'll be, or you'll be stuck on the emotional roller coaster because that's what tools do alone. Tools by themselves keep you on an emotional roller coaster. Yes. And I, so just to reiterate that tools and tactics you know, they're just that tools and tactics without the foundations, they're going to keep you on the same cycle. So if you're like, well, I'm doing everything, I'm being slow to speak, quick to listen. You know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to spend more time with my family. I'm doing nicer things. I'm not yelling as much. I'm trying to watch my tone. All of those are just tactics. One, there hasn't been true change. And so you're just like, telling yourself like and suppressing your emotions as you're like don't yell don't yell don't yell and I know because I was the one who would yell and I wouldn't be in my head I'm like don't yell don't yell don't yell and that's only sustainable before what a blow up it's coming and those different aspects so that's why you actually have to have true change where you're not the same person 
anymore where you're dealing with the true issues, not just like, oh, okay, like my priorities are out of line, like just put them in order. That's a step. Yeah. Put your, your put your freaking priorities in order, you know, and especially because time, time, like we, we don't know how long any of us have. And at the end of the day, like we had said, like your work can easily replace you, but your family cannot, you know? And so not only between you and your spouse, but you know, your kids too, they're, they're only little for so long. And what you're teaching them now will dictate the entirety of their life. Yeah. And let me ask you this, like two things here I want to present. So number one, if you have all this success as a business owner and entrepreneur and, but you don't have love and you don't have like really like a, a life worth living aside from just money. Like I'm all for making money. Don't get me wrong. Like there's 2000 plus verses in the Bible about wealth. It's, it's very important. But if you have all that without anything else important, then are you really successful? No. Um, also what you're what, going back to like the, if you want something you have to become more and doing all these tools and tactics, like it, it, this is going back to the Bible. It's like you trying to stuff all of these new, this new, these new things, new tools, tactics, different things in, and new wine into old wine skins. What is it going to do? It's going to burst. You're not going to be able to contain it. So you have to have a new wine skin, a new you, and then you can start using these tools, but, or else you're not gonna be able to sustain it. Mm-hmm. It's, and we see it all the time. And then as things progress and you, you have that cycle, the more times you cycle on this roller coaster, the more you go up and then come down, it's like the hills get bigger and then you'll go up and then the next crash is going to be harder. It gets worse and worse and worse until yeah. you end up in a place where you eventually reach out to us and you know, if they've, uh, if not filed for a divorce, they're about to. But um, anyways, we just want to challenge you. We want, to, we want you to ask yourself something very simple here. How have my priorities been in misalignment? So reevaluate them, where are they at in order of importance? And what are you prioritizing if they're even on the list at all? And then what are my very next action steps that I can take to do the right things? Mm-hmm. What, do, what do I need to do? What foundations do I need to build here? Right? So that's what we want to ask you and leave you with food for thought today. Yes. But as always, we love you. God loves you. And we will hear you from you in the next episode. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Now that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.